Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to My Dad Wrote a Porno. The footnotes is the first one of this season. Very excited. Footnotes is when we look at the book in a bit more detail. Sometimes we have mega fans on the show, some celebrities that just can't get enough of Belinda. But this week we thought we'd hear from the biggest mega fan of Belinda and that's the person who wrote it. Rocky Flintstone himself. He doesn't get enough right to reply, does he? Ever. In fact, he's not usually available (laughs) to reply to any of our queries or complaints. He doesn't want to. He's like, answer it for yourself. It's to be interpreted. (laughs) So we asked you online for your questions for my dad. And boy, did you rise to the challenge. (laughs) We got thousands of questions in. It's amazing. And he sent quite a few answers back. So are you ready to hear why he did what he did? (laughs) Why <laughs> he did what he did. What was in his crazy mind all this time? Is this like when victims want closure? <laughs> so where to begin? Here's with the first one. Okay, first question. Kieran wants to know, if any character were to get their own spin-off novel, who would you think would have the most interesting story? Oh, okay. So a bit like with um, superhero stories where they zoom in on one of them and go either prequel... Like origin story. Exactly, or like that. Better Call Saul, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Having a whole series about Saul Goodman. Exactly. So who do you think? I'd like to see where Giselle's come from because I feel like that would oh. be her moving to the UK. You know, from the Dutchland. From the Netherlands. <laughs> um, I just don't know. I feel like she's like covered a lot of ground in her young years. I want to know more about the Duchess. I want like a TV show like The Crown, like following like <laughs> yeah. decades of her life and like important moments. Well, you're both wrong, but James, maybe you're a little bit closer. Because um, Dad says, hi, Kieran. <laughs> I love he does that like a politician. Hi, Kieran. <laughs> you know... That would have to be Sir James Godwin. Oh, Ooh. actually, great shout. He's so old. <laughs> I'd be able to write an encyclopedia about him. Of course he's thinking quantity, not quality. His three earlier marriages, his time as a drug baron in Venezuela. What are you talking about? <laughs> he's making it up as he writes it down. How he helped wife number one successfully give birth in the jungle. <laughs> Where are all these hospitals in the jungle? <laughs> yeah. Is there a maternity ward next to the new knob ward? <laughs> yeah, but I think that's the point. There isn't one. He had to hand deliver the baby. Oh, I see. Yeah. Of course. We're being stupid, James. <laughs> Cut the umbilical cord with a spear. Exactly. 
um, how he made his first million and then promptly lost it all in the Monaco Casino. Oh, well, it's easily done. His story goes on and on <laughs> and on. You know it would. <laughs> I love that it would be real time. You know, how old is he? Well, like 80, and it would take about that long to read it. Oh, yeah. But it goes on about how he bought into the Steels business and married their only daughter, only to see her parachute not open when they were skydiving <laughs> for the Asses and Donkeys Trust <laughs> charity. <laughs> not sad. Oh, my God. That's so tragic. Spoiler alert. <laughs> What on earth is he talking about? So what, she plummeted to her death? Her parachute didn't open. Oh, God. On a skydive for the Essence of Donkey's Trust. (gasps) Honestly, it gets so many people. Oh, my God. So he married into, he married like Miss Steele. Yeah. And then she died and he inherited the business. So it seems. This is so good. I can't bear it. (laughs) Why didn't the parachute open? Who messed with that parachute? (gasps) Sir James Godwin. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait a cotton picking minute. I, I smell something fishy. <laughs> so do you think Godwin tampered with the parachute to inherit the business? Maybe. There's motive. There's, there's motive. <laughs> and we all know he didn't love her. I mean, I can literally say anything because I'm making it up as we go along. Well, looks like she was the third of three wives. Oh God, how did the others die? Divorced, beheaded, parachute didn't open. <laughs> and Jane Seymour. <laughs> Two bees in a pod. He's a bit Henry VIII-like now, now that I think yeah. about it. Bit of a womaniser. Mm. I mean, that's a book I'd read, I think. <laughs> Sir James Godwin's backstory. Well, there you go, James. Um, the next question, I feel, is a little bit loaded, actually. Okay. <laughs> it's from Tartan and Wax. Excuse me? Tartan and Wax. Tartan and Wax, okay. Rocky would definitely write about the tartan and wax industry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, they've asked, which of Jamie's accents is the most wildly inaccurate? Oh. Because these are just interpretations. This is just where you've let your imagination run. Can I guess? I know what you're going to say. Bella. Of course. That's where you just exercise some horrible demon that's within you. Honestly, it's like there's a tiny little scroochy woman inside Jamie just trying to get out. Out, mate! Down a well. Um, so my dad responded to Tartan and Wax. Good. He obviously can not only not write, but not read. He says, Tart and Wax? Sounds like a car wash option. <laughs> Does it? Oh, it does. A tart and a wax. It's like, you're not cleaning the car. You're just oh, like... Oh, tarting it up. It. With, yeah. a, with, a, with a bit of a wax. <laughs> just padding the cushions and things like that. Oh, give it a tart and a wax. <laughs> um, so he says, tart and wax. Sounds like a car wash option. Just saying. <laughs> Don't kill me. That's his new thing on Twitter. It is. Just saying is his new phrase. <laughs> you notice this? Why? He puts it on everything. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> He's heard it somewhere. We need to find out where. Does he put the G on saying? No, he misses the N. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. And I think he takes the T off just. Just, just saying. Oh, no, he does. It's just saying. <laughs> Je sais. Je sais. Does he think he's picking up like youth speak as he goes along? <laughs> um, but I'm actually quite happy with this answer because he says that I really am a big fan of Jamie's accents. I think they bring a fourth dimension to the podcast. Have you written this? <laughs> but what beats me is how he can remember them all. I mean, by the time we finish series three, there'll be about 40 or so characters. Whoa. Jesus. 40 characters. Oh, God, what's going to happen this series? And that'll take some remembering. It will, Dad. You're right. He can't believe you remember the accents, but he doesn't even remember the characters. <laughs> exactly, yeah. Hang on. Are there going to be 40 characters in one chapter at once? I bet he'll pack them in. 
I think it just means that there are 40 characters in one chapter, as in letters on the page. <laughs> oh, right, sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like chapter four of book one. Belinda got out of a car. Chapter five. <laughs> uh, he says, so none of his accents are inaccurate. They're all 10 out of 10. Oh, thanks, Dad. I feel a little bit like he's got a gun to his head with that answer. <laughs> yeah. Were you present when he typed that? I am his son. He is going to defend me. I think his accents are really good. I wish them all the best for their future endeavours. I think the subtext is, it's Bella. Bella's the shit one. I read Bella from that too. Well, it's interesting that you say that because the next question is in relation to Bella. Okay. Specifically. Who sent this in? Abby Lopez says, what do you think of your son's representation of Bella? Is it accurate? People are using accurate to mean good. <laughs> Do you hate it? Is what people mean by is it accurate? Is it the pits? Love Abby. And he says, hi, Abby. I'm afraid it is. Totally. Because you see, God, even on this, his punctuation. Hi, Abby, comma. I'm afraid it is, comma, totally, comma. Because you see, comma. <laughs> Jamie had an early school friend who was <gasps> just like Bella. Did you? Who? One difference, of course. She had a Manchester accent. <laughs> Whereas we all know Bella comes from Bromley by Bow in East London. Does oh, she? Does she now? We didn't know she was an East Ender. There you go. I we th- all know means literally no one yeah. knew. You've just told us. Yeah, you've invented that. <laughs> we all know now. Didn't we think she was from Essex? That's very close to Essex, isn't it? Bromley by Bow. So you've been doing it right all along, Jamie. Who knew? No. I wouldn't say he's been doing it right. Maybe <laughs> geographically he's roughly in the right ballpark. And he says, I'm pretty certain Jamie is reproducing this young lady when he does Bella, and it's great. So I want to know who he thinks this early school friend is. Is there someone that immediately fits the bill? I mean, there is, to be honest. Who is it? <laughs> I can't really say her name on the, uh, on the podcast, because okay, I'm not name. strictly speaking in touch with her anymore. Well, let's call her Bella. <laughs> so what traits might he have uh, enjoyed? Wait a sec, when you were at school, so how old was she? This was like sixth form. Like, you know, we were 16, 17. Pretty much adults. Yeah. (laughs) Wow, pretty much legal. (laughs) Well, yeah. Was she gobby? She was a bit gobby um, and a little bit outrageous. and Like to drink. She was a bit of a train wreck, I'm I'm not going to (laughs) lie. But she was great and really good fun. Do we know how she's turned out? Um, I don't think it's gone well. So he met her when she came around to the house. And did you ever yeah. think that she was an inspiration? That would be weird. A muse? Yeah, that would be really odd if he did find that a thing. I've seen videos of this girl. Just of her dancing. Oh, yeah, just of her, like, dancing drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's quite a sight to behold. And it is better. It is better. It kind say, of you, is, isn't it? Can you now it? make oh, the connection? Oh, God, no. The more I think about it, yeah. So if she were to read this, would she see herself on those pages? She was so like Bella that I think it would have gone way over her head. Oh my God. I hope she's listening. She's like, I'm Bella. (laughs) (laughs) That awful realisation when you realise you're Bella. But if you're Bella, you'd love it. Yeah. (laughs) So she'd actually be like, best day of my life, surely. Right, should we move on? I think we should. Um, so Stephen Highland wants to know... Stop saying people's names like we know them. <laughs> so Stephen Highland's been on. All right. He says, if Belinda were to have a career change, where else could you see her skill set bring her to the top of her profession? Ooh. Ooh. What about recruitment? Yeah. I can imagine it as some kind of... Are you serious? What? Belinda? She'd get the best people. Are you joking? <laughs> 
<laughs> she got the loosest people. Oh, that's for she sure. would, my darling. Or an agent, like a Hollywood agent. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Well, actually, that's quite similar to Dad. Oh, go on. So he says... Hi- oh, let me guess. Hi, Stephen Highland. <laughs> no, you're wrong. Oh. oh. He says, hi, Steph. Oh. Because <laughs> he loves a bit of Stephen King, doesn't he? He calls him Steph. Steph Best King. mate. So that means he's been listening. That means he doesn't miss a beat. Because <laughs> that's what we criticised him for before, referring to Stephen King as Steph. Yeah. Rocky listens. Rocky's the biggest fan of this podcast. Hi, Rocky. <laughs> oh, yeah. Hi, Rocky. Hope you're okay. <laughs> I'm really sorry for anything that you've heard that James might have said that might have hurt your feelings. Okay? We, we love the book. <laughs> kiss, kiss. So he says, hi, Steph. By the way, great name. Or actually says, BTW, a great name. BTW. He's getting so down with the kids. It's because he's on Twitter. It's worrying is what it is. <laughs> So, hi, Steph. Great name, by the way. I think Belinda would do extremely well in publishing. Oh. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> not, not to be harsh, but <laughs> what the fuck does he know? <laughs> or even the, as we call it these days, these days, <laughs> the media. <laughs> the media. It's no. always been called the media. Very also, new phrase, isn't it? We don't call it the media. <laughs> I feel like you wouldn't be like, I'm head of publishing. Or head of the media, you might say. <laughs> Doesn't he call us like media friends when yeah, he describes media us? chums, he calls us. Even his own son. Thanks for that, Dad. Media chums. And um, he says, just think of her as the top dog at the BBC. Or even better, Virgin Media. <laughs> even better. <laughs> <laughs> A more commercial outlet <laughs> that holds some football rights. <laughs> A girl can but dream. Something that she knows nothing about either. Virgin Media, are you kidding? Boy, would she breathe new life into that organisation. <laughs> oh, it needs it. There'd be no problem with trade descriptions with Belinda at the helm. Honestly, it'd be porn back to back. <laughs> Babe Station would be moved up to like the, the first channel before BBC One. I love the idea that he's been harbouring this need to shake up Virgin Media. Why does he care? <laughs> he's not even with Virgin Media. Is he not? <laughs> I can imagine Rocky doesn't subscribe to a service. He's just like hooked up some weird like faux cable oh, situation. Yeah. <laughs> Into the pavilion. Yeah, exactly. Like loads of wires just going through puddles. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is a paid advertisement from BetterHelp online therapy. Now, we don't always realise just how much our negative thoughts and experiences stick with us and weigh us down. You might find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings, that frustrating thing your mum does, or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get all of this off your chest. And I'm sorry about what I said last week, James. Um, Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger. Talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. And that's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it. 
so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to match with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash mydad today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash my dad. Anjali wants to know, what are your inspirations for the Glee team? Oh. Some of the worst people he's ever met. <laughs> Hi, Anjali. The Glee team are what we all should experience at least once in our lives. Does he mean sexually? No, just like close chums. Oh, okay. Carefree, but responsible. Having a great time knowing they are causing no harm to anyone else. I'm not I, sure I, that's true. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to capture. And when I see a group of youngish men or girls, I think, <laughs> they're having a great time. That's my glee team. <laughs> Why are they his glee team? He just joins them. <laughs> hey, glee team. And they're like, who on earth is this? <laughs> We're a glee team, guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's my glee team. He would do that, though. If he saw a group of people in a pub having a good time, he'd go up and have a drink with them. He's very sociable. Like, incredibly so. Did he describe them as carefree but responsible? Mm. That's what I say to that. Please. <laughs> responsible. Spending five grand on a riding outfit, that's not very responsible. <laughs> no. Shagging the pilot of a plane when it's coming into land, that's not very responsible. Getting your tits out in the Pentra Hotel of all places, not responsible. I mean, the list goes on. Lock them up. <laughs> lock them up. <laughs> all right, fun police. <laughs> Chelsea Hopkins says. How does Rocky like to decorate his pavilion? Oh, oh, great question. So with loads of loose wires and puddles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sparking in the corner. <laughs> yeah, because I've only imagined it that there's just a desk in the middle of the room and him, him and his typewriter, but he must have art on the walls and bunting. Well, you're both going to come down and visit the pavilion at some point, aren't you? Well, actually, you don't know this, but I have been emailing with uh, both Rocky and Wilma today. Oh, really? I'm going to be attending tomorrow. No. I'm, Are you really? I'm in the area. Oh you my can't god. Go without me. I've been invited to a barbecue. <laughs> in the pavilion. In the pavilion. I must oh be god, careful. Amazing. You know how barbecues turn out in Belinda Park. <gasps> oh, oh my god. god. Look under your chair. If it says 13, run. Run yeah. for your life. It's <laughs> amazing. I didn't even think about that. There isn't a maze, but there's a tiny little pond. Oh, there you go. So um Wilma said that I could stay for tea and um mm-hmm. Rocky will be firing up the barbecue. There which you makes, go. It makes it sound like it's a huge open fire pit situation. I'm so jealous you see the pavilion without me. Sorry, I I'll thought take some we'd snacks. agreed. Well, if you get a personal invite from Rocky and Wilma, you don't turn it down. Oh gutted. I do we not CC'd? No. No. <laughs> not even BCC'd. <laughs> um so Dad has responded to the Decorating the pavilion question. And they just got back to me and they said no. Sorry, James. <laughs> <laughs> um, he says, Chelsea, it's a great question. And one that's very close to my heart. I feel like this is a bit of a spoiler for you, Alice, if you're going to see it tomorrow. I know. Paint a picture with words, Jamie. You see, I built my pavilion with my own hands. I feel like I'm going to know that from the statement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, you really will. <laughs> and also decorated it, to be honest, Wilma did the painting. And a very fine job it is too. But because we live in a sort of coastal location, breaking the fourth wall, (laughs) I've panelled the interior walls with wood cladding. Oh, nautique. Shiplap, we experts call it. (laughs) And it's very beautiful. Does it look like a sauna then inside or something? He says it looks like a coffin. 
Coffin. That's what he says. He's always like, come to the pavilion. Looks like a coffin. <laughs> it's like good literature goes to die. <laughs> Clearly. It's embalmed every day of the week in there. What What is he an expert in exactly? Well, he was a builder, wasn't he? Oh, yeah. So shipmark is what builders call it. Is that what he means? <laughs> I'd imagine so. Okay, sure. Alice, please take some pictures. Oh, are you joking? I'm going to just be live streaming the whole time there. <laughs> Amy's got in touch and she says, Rocky likes to include music in his stories. For example, Herb Alpert. Yes. Does Rocky have any particular artist he likes to listen to when he writes? Or any particular singer who inspires him when coming up with his plots? Good question, Amy. Yeah. I'm intrigued by this one. He says, yes, I do enjoy listening to Adele. Oh, me too. Some of her songs give me inspiration, but to be honest, Adele could be Belinda in another life. What? I can... <laughs> A much That's different offensive. life. <laughs> yeah. To Belinda. I can see her as part of the Glee team. Only she'd be the best singer. It's <laughs> <Just> good of him. <laughs> another great inspiration is Chris Martin of Coldplay. I just love their music, especially Viva La Vida. <laughs> <laughs> Mums and dads love that one, don't they? And I've had the honour of seeing them live in Wembley Stadium. Has he? He has. By the way, these are two artists I'd like the guys to have on footnotes. (laughs) Thanks, Dad. I've always said I want Adele on footnotes. But wait, didn't you... Can I say this? What? Didn't you say that she listens? Okay, I've heard... Go on. That she settled down. (laughs) Found a guy, married now. (laughs) Um... I have it on good authority from someone who went to a dinner party with her. Yeah. That they were having dinner, chatting away. My dad wrote a porno came up. As it so often does. As, I mean, any good dinner party, that would be one of the major <laughs> topics of conversation, obviously. And she said, <clears throat> I'm going to do my Adele pressure. Oh, God. Oh, I've listened to that. It's really funny. I mean, that is going on the posters. <laughs> it's entirely possible she's just heard us say the following podcast contains adult themes, social content. <laughs> but I'm taking it to mean she's listened to the whole thing. Or she misheard and she just heard porno. And she's like, I've heard that. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> oh, I love porn. <laughs> and dad says it would be great if they were blinkers. It would be really great. If she's listening, give Chris a nudge as well. Make Rocky's day. <laughs> got a few slots to fill. Um, Al has got a question for Rocky and he says will we ever learn about Belinda's childhood like her parents and stuff oh yeah wasn't there mention of her dad yeah he like was a wine merchant oh of course and taught her everything she knows about (laughs) fine wines (laughs) well dad says he says hi Al yes that's coming down the line in the next couple of books down the line down the storyboard timeline (laughs) (laughs) that's coming down the line in the next couple of books but To be honest, it's just filler. Nothing interesting. (laughs) Don't look forward to it. (laughs) Don't set your clock by it. That's just filler. Nothing interesting. Next question. Way to tease Um, them, Rocky. (laughs) Leave them wanting more. Does exactly what it says on the tin. Filler. I think Suzanne Connolly's a little bit mean, actually. She says, how do you sleep at night? Oh, all right, Suzanne. Hatchet job. (laughs) Jesus. Unbelievable. He says, Suzanne, when you get to my age of life, it's all about the Chardonnay. Oh, he's literally answering how he sleeps at night. <laughs> Wonderful. It's one bottle, semicolon, or two. Semicolon. <laughs> but then you snore, and Wilma wakes you up with one hefty thump on the shoulder. <laughs> so, if you want to sleep at night, take a tip from the top. Stay single. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a great gag. Come on. It's so good. <laughs> Whoever knew he was a comedian? Because you think it's going to be the wine that knocks you oh out. Oh my God. It's, it's so good. good. It's, all, it's just come full circle. It's so great. <laughs> and uh, Lara says, is she Lara from the book? Oh yeah. Grigor Kolansky's <gasps> underling? Probably not. Because she says, has your life changed since the podcast started? Well, we know the answer from your perspective, but interested <laughs> to see what Rocky says. He's in London more. That's one <laughs> thing. He wears more nice shirts. He does, doesn't he? Um, <laughs> Do you think that's a direct result in case he gets spotted? <laughs> He's always camera ready, but he always turns his back to the camera. So. Yeah. Yes, Lara. Yes. My children now understand that I love Chardonnay and gin. So instead of real ale and Guinness, I get, you guessed it, Chilean, or on a good day, when they're feeling flush, Australian Chardonnay. Wait, did you not know that you liked Chardonnay? I never knew that before. So you just keep buying him Chardonnay now? No, I always got him real ale or because he's Irish, Guinness. That's a fair fair assumption. Yeah, but now we all get him gin and Chilean and sometimes Australian Chardonnay. And wafer-thin turkey. (laughs) But he also says, which is quite sweet, he says the other really great thing is that I get to support some really worthwhile charities like the Eve Appeal and our friend Jess who needs support for a cancer treatment. That and the Chardonnay. Is that what he's added? Yeah. Oh, he is a good Rocky. egg, isn't he? What a gem. Such a philanthropist. He really is, actually. He's such a good guy. He's kind of the Sir James Godwin of real life, isn't he? <laughs> check your parachute. <laughs> <laughs> Always check your parachute. Um, so, yes, that was your questions. I think that's quite enlightening. Much better than the first Q&A we did with him in Series 1. He's learning. <laughs> He's learning to write coherent answers. Yeah, they were vaguely lucid, but I wouldn't say we would learn anything. As I always say to you, an entire waste of time, but always a great way to fill a footnote. I'm so glad that you've all wasted this time with us. We really appreciate it. And make sure you listen on Monday for the next Porno Day, Chapter 2. And in the meantime, if you find your wandering hands, tip-tapping P-O-R-N-O into a search engine, have a little look at the website, it's looking better than ever, James. Well done. Yeah, it is. Yeah, someone else did it. Well, <laughs> okay. <wasn't> <laughs> it literally looks 150 times like, better. That makes so much sense, though. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't actually going to tell you, but I did just ask a friend of ours to get out of the spruce. <laughs> who, who knew what they were doing? You'd probably tell. Well, it is wonderful. It's looking great. Yeah. So have a look at it. All the vital stats on there. Yeah, all our live dates for this year. We've got some very big dates coming up. I know, we have some massive things coming up. Also, our store for all of our merchandise, it's brand new. That's on there as well. And if you've still not bought the book, there's a link to that. Yeah. I mean, make Rocky's day. Yeah, all of that and more. It's mydadwroteaporno.com. Right, well, that's your lot, really. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, 
which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.